0: Welcome to the Upping Your Elvis podcast with Chris and Jim, where we are exploring how to get your energy right to get your extraordinary on.
1: So, um, so welcome to the inaugural Um, Up in your Elvis podcast, I'm here with uh, Mr. Jim Lusty. Hello. And um, we're talking today about energy experiments. So in Up in Your Elvis, what we do is we help deliver the right energy to business so they can get their extraordinary on. And what we mean by that is that we believe if you get your energy right, everything else becomes easy and fun. So this year we are engaging in a series of experiments that we believe will help us get our energy right, Um, and we're getting all of our our mates and our clients to take part in it, to see what works for them, because we're all slightly different in our energy and what we like and what works for us. So we've done three so far, Um, three energy experiments, and we'll get into them, aren't we, Jim? great. I'm
0: loving these experiments. Um, Yeah, who knew breathing had such a
1: superpower? (laughs) Age
0: 47 years of age. I've been breathing pretty well, but um, Michael Townsend taught me otherwise.
1: Yeah, so that was January. So the first one out of the gate was breathing. And um, I, I loved it because, I mean, it is, it's so um, it obviously interlinked to our energy. We have to breathe to live. And if we breathe poorly, we starve our brain and our bodies of the vital oxygen. And therefore, by learning to breathe better, we can completely change our energetic system. Ooh. And, um, and I've, I've been trained to breathe quite a lot. And Michael made me a lot better.
0: Well, what I liked was, actually, in this room, we have been teaching people how to breathe. Or oh, you, rather, you for years, have been teaching people yeah. how to
1: breathe for years.
0: Uh, and actually, we got taught properly in January.
1: Yeah, yeah we definitely needed, needed a bit of a tweak, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, so what did you get from it? What you, were what, 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 what your big learnings? What did you get? Well, the well, the BreatheSync app really helped. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: because so, so, there's so, a discipline.
1: So, what does it do, the breathing app?
0: What does it do for you? You put... You, we well, can only do it on iPhone. So I had some yeah. very upset friends who couldn't put it on their Android. I think it's coming their way. It is. Coming they their they way. need to own the right tech, Jim. But what they? you but what but it's uh it's very simple. You put your finger over the the light part of the yeah. iPhone, uh, and then it's two minutes. I think you program it for different times, yeah. but I had two minutes, and it disciplines you to breathe in for a certain amount of time through your nose. Yeah. And then you hold it for a certain amount of time, and then the concentric circles—they all focus back down again. And that's when you exhale, and then you just—you just have a way more uh, considered approach to your breathing for two minutes. Yeah. And then it gives you a well-being score.
1: Is it the WQ? The WQ, WQ, yeah, which I think. Michael Townsend owns. Yeah, well, he's a very clever man. So that doesn't surprise you. So you get a WQ. Mine was shocking nearly every time. But well, to, we got to, competitive. We did get competitive. So which... I'm not sure it's the idea um, around <laughs> breathing. What a surprise, how was your WQ today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you beat me. Yeah, destroyed you, going. destroyed you. But, um, but I, what I liked about it was not necessarily the, the, the output of the score, as mine was rubbish. But what I loved, as you said, was the um, the getting into the right rhythm and being way more conscious of that. And actually, I say conscious because you start off being quite aware of that rhythm. And it, it's amazing how quickly you, funnily enough, sink into that that particular rhythm. And I did find that by doing that um, a few times a day, it's only two minutes each time, that um, that it just kind of level set me for what I was going to be doing next. Hmm. It's not a massive charging energy about like some of our exercises. It, it, you know, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily up my energy, but it does tune my energy in.
0: Yeah. It, what it, and it, what it did was it gave me a discipline which trained me for a month yeah. to become much better at breathing so that then when I had moments, like the, the gig we did up in St Andrews at the beginning of the year, yeah, um, you know, there's 350 people in the audience. You know, the blood's pumping, there's a little bit of mm. stress going on. And it was in our January month, so I just nailed some breaths and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it really helped. And, you know, nailing breaths... Before January, it was all a bit <laughs> yeah, breathing in yeah. and out, convincing myself I'd been doing some breathing and actually nothing had changed. And the discipline of doing it over a a decent two minute time yeah. period, and then breathing in through the nose and holding it. And actually the big thing for me is exhaling more than I breathed in. Yeah. So you're pain, really isn't? emptying your lungs out. Just brings everything into focus. It calmed me, it centered me. And actually, when we went on stage, we nailed it, didn't we?
1: Yeah, and I I think that that's the biggest advantage for me is that if you do it for a month, following the Breathe Sync app, getting used to that rhythm, actually you don't need the app anymore to be able to do much better breathing. Although I do recommend going back to the app because it's just good training. It is, yeah. But, you know, walking out on stage, you don't have to put your finger on your, your iPhone to make it work. So uh, breathing, who'd have thought it? it? It's all about life and energy, isn't it? Hooray, hooray. <laughs> so that was January, what was February? Well, funnily enough, it very closely linked to life as well. Sleep. Mm. So, uh, so Nick Hayes he has a fantastic expert um, on, on sleep and a coach to many athletes uh, and sports stars on how to get better uh, rest between the sheets at night advised us on some simple things. I thought it was fascinating.
0: Yeah. I was, I was slightly concerned about this one because I've got, unlike you, Christopher, I've got two children under the age of three and a half <laughs> and, uh, and who have a very different approach to sleep. Yes. So, um, but actually, uh, Nick Littlehill's point of view is that actually it's not about getting an eight hour block no. of sleep. Um, it's about polyphasic sleeping versus monof- mony- monophasic sleeping. Yeah. And polyphasic sleeping is obviously napping throughout the day. Yeah. Um, and so actually that worked with me really well because yeah. I, I haven't had eight hours of solid sleep ever for, since uh, the 27th of October 2015. So actually when the kids go off to nursery uh, after lunch it was the perfect time for some polyphasic yeah. sleeping. And I've always... I've never really managed it because you know I sleep. If I sleep in the day, I sleep for a chunk of time. I wake up and I feel very drowsy. And what Nick told us to do was just twenty minutes and no more. Just enough time to drop down into deep mm. sleep and wake up again, or just on the edge of it. And actually, every time I did that, I woke up and I felt I had zip and energy for the afternoon.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a winner. I mean, I. This is not particularly new to me because I have been a napper since I was in the army, age 16, where you would nap wherever you could. Back of a four-ton truck, ugh, quick, 10 minutes in. Um, so I'm quite used to it. And Actually, when I started running workshops, I used to get two or three naps in per day. So it was very much part of who I was. Interestingly, I do it a lot less now than I used to. Mm. So, so it was great to get back into it. And what I love about it is I literally can lie down, close my eyes, and I'll be asleep in a minute. And I naturally tend to wake up within 20. Um, so I, I don't have to set alarms or anything. Um, but because of that rhythm, as you say, you don't go down to Delta, you don't get that drowsiness, you actually wake up feeling quite perky, quite recharged. Yeah. And ready to go. So so um, I what, what I've noticed is um, I had to overcome a lot of my mental chat about it being a bit lazy, and uh, which is bizarre, really, because I'm quite lazy in lots of things that I do. But going to have a nap at lunchtime just seemed a little bit, like I was taking the, the mickey. Yeah, although yeah. it's
0: easy it's easy for us, isn't it? I yeah, mean, we work really from easy. home,
1: it's very easy for us to go upstairs and yeah. lie on the bed. Nobody's checking on me, there is no boss. Uh, that, that's not the issue. It's my yeah. own mind talk. But, you know, you know. interestingly, what, as soon as I did it a couple of times, I realised the benefit was so huge, my mind chat stopped. But I'm thinking, if we've got that mind chat, I would imagine a lot of people listening to totally. have the same thing going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean... I. Where, if, wherever I, if I was in an office environment, how do you manage that? And actually, I, I had this chat with Nick, Nick, Nick Little Hales, and he was there going, it is hard. Because you know, there is that culture in your business where uh, going off for too many coffee breaks and people start to look at each other and go, you know, they're not yeah, their yeah. desk enough. So, so closing your eyes it's and it's having enough. a snore <laughs> yeah, it yeah. has more of a challenge. But it, he did say that you didn't actually need to f- fall asleep. He said, if yeah. you can't do that, you can sit at your desk, you can go outside and sit on the park bench and just have a moment of stillness yeah. where you just quieten everything down. Yeah. More meditative, really. Yeah. And it does have, uh, you know, similar impacts on your energy levels. And he was there again. you know, he talks to people who, uh, who are on commutes and people who drive home, you know, they'll they'll park up five minutes from their home, sit, sit in the quietly. car and, yeah. and actually then have a, have a quick, 20 minutes is yeah, to turn, yeah. turn the phone off. So there are ways of managing it. But, you know, the forward-thinking businesses, I mean, Google have been doing this for years, haven't they, with their sleep, yeah, yeah, yeah. sleep pods? And yet, when I talk about it with other clients, about what Google do, they still roll their eyes and go, oh, God, you know. I know, they don't get it. They, they frown at it. Actually, they probably
1: do get it. It's just, it's ingrained in us that, that sleep is lazy. Well, there's this kind of, you know, you've got to optimise your asset and therefore you've got to sweat it as hard as you can for as many hours as possible. But yeah. if you're falling asleep, there's no point in sweating it, is it? I mean, totally. you know, you've got to get people back in, in the, right, the right zone. I like Semco used to have um, Hammock Gardens. You know, there's some quite cool companies that yep. have got these really cool ways of helping people do it. And I, I, I love it. I, 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 it's a great reminder that what you're saying there is you don't actually have to sleep as long as you are getting some, you know, some rest and it's restorative, then that, that counts. I think the other thing that I really liked about what Nick was saying was you know, it, it, it's, it's certainly not monophasic, it's polyphasing, but it's not over an evening or a night, it's over a week. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, it's how much you get in over that week that counts, and therefore you can have, you know, a bad night or a bad day that's a bit tough, and we travel a lot, we get jet lag, and sometimes I think we suffer a bit from that. If I w- was to look at my sleep scores over our last trip to Indonesia, for example, it wasn't very good for a bit, but actually, if I look at it over a week, yeah, I'm all good. I'm yeah, all good. yeah, So yeah. actually, it takes a lot of that pressure and that stress out of it. Uh, yeah which makes me feel a bit more bouncy. Yeah. So I like sleep generally. Yeah, <laughs> Sleep's good, everyone. It, is. it isn't sleep good. That's all and sleep. actually the
0: breathing, the breathing helped me go to sleep. So, Because the thing is, after you've eaten some food and you've got loads of sugar being released into your body and maybe you've had a cup of coffee, you're not, it's not the ideal time to put your head in the pillow and close your eyes. But actually doing breathing for two minutes actually really helped me just settle yeah, down yeah. and nod off quicker. So it's yeah.
1: almost as though they layer over each other. It thing. almost is, you know, it's true, but they were then laddering up for the third one, weren't they? Because, um, you know. Our favourite so far. Not <laughs> the yeah, I mean,
0: they're, they're all good.
1: I love, well, the things, I think it suits our type of energy. It does. So so the third one um, was a little bit more um, bouncy energy, I would say. So um, we, we listened to a good friend of ours, James Parks, who is a strength and conditioning coach for a very famous Premiership rugby team that we can't say who it is, but. It's not far from Lyme Regis, <laughs> uh, down in the southwest. Yeah. And he's brilliant because he, he, he needs to get the best out of, you know, some amazing professional athletes. And his top tip was to combine a little bit of nutrition with a little bit of exercise. So we call this fasted fitness. So the idea here is that, that actually you exercise when you hadn't eaten from somewhere between twelve and sixteen hours. So naturally what we would do is we'd eat relatively early in the evening. Um, we would then get up in the morning and do exercise before we had breakfast. It was largely the rhythm we were going for. Um, and we could do any type of exercise. So Jim was into his swimming, we did a bit of running, we did a lot of gym work. Uh, the important thing is we got our heart rate up, we did something active. Uh, and James actually recommended just going for walks to start with, didn't he? It was quite general. Well,
0: I mean, we, I, I think we plunged into the deep end We of went a bit heavy. Because what was he heavy. was saying is uh, the fasting before the exercise could just be four hours, four to five hours, yeah, uh, to, For for the exercise to then have more impact.
1: Hi, I'm Chris, I'm extreme.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, and then Jay's there going, just go for a 20 minute walk. Chris <laughs> is doing like, a 50 minute CrossFit <laughs> workout uh, and but, doing
1: it every day. I think I liked him it a bit too much. Too. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. face it. Yeah. But, um,
0: <laughs> but I was, I mean, I was the same. And the reason why I said I like this more, it wasn't that I didn't get loads from the other two, it was just that. Physical exercise has always been my go-to for stress relief uh, and uh, just to kickstart the day. But actually, there was a real. Dis- I loved the science behind it because I was. I, o- I often worked out at the end of the day, having snacked throughout the afternoon. Yeah. And it was a bit sludgy and a bit hard to get going. Yeah. And actually, uh, just being told that of all the benefits of exercising first thing in the morning for me, before you got yeah. any food inside your system. Um, I love knowing that it's doing me good. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, eating I mean, my eating broccoli. I don't necessarily love it, but I know it's good for my body, so I take it, and therefore I actually enjoy it. Yeah. There's a there's a there's an, an extra thing when I'm exercising about exercising while hungry. Yeah. When I know I'm sort of I'm getting an extra twenty percent in there. Yeah. So like, yeah I love yeah. that. But um, it's just a great way to start the day. I mean, it, it just gets the body woken up. It it. It puts me on my egg game. It's great.
1: Yeah, and no, I I really enjoyed it. I think there's a very different energy that you get when you exercise um, hungry. I, I think my exercise is better. You know, I've I've got more burn on it. I've, I feel like I'm more committed. It actually, goes a lot faster. I find mm. it like. so. So the exercise is better. So uh, that's great. But it, it, the energy that I get afterwards, I love because it just feels like I've got everything done at the beginning of the day. Everything else is a bonus. I fly into it and um, and actually my, my certainly. My attention and creativity in the mornings has been a lot crisper, I would say, yeah, I'm doing that. So I'm a huge fan. I'll carry on doing that. So there'll be no more of me on my Nordic trainer with a, with a whopper in one hand than a pint of Coke in the other. He's, <laughs> he's, he's diet all the way for exercise. Um, and uh, yeah, long may that last.
0: Yeah. So there we are. There's, there's our first, there's a sort of a summary of the first three months of our energy experiments. And uh, I think we're going to be doing this at the end of each every month from now on in.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm loving it because there are so many different things that um, that people are doing out there that are lovely little energy hacks that uh, are simple things for us to do. And um, you know, my belief is that actually by the end of this year, I will have changed my life quite significantly because I can see certainly fasting fitness is going to be staying with me. I'm definitely going to be napping. Yeah, yeah. And my God, if I'm not breathing, it's all over. So yeah, the, the first three. Oh yeah, and if you've got any
0: energy hacks that, uh, that work for you let us know because we'd love to find out and have a play with them
1: yeah yeah we've got some spaces left at the end of the year that we haven't filled in yet Ooh. so if you've got some good ones going let us know we'll stick them in yeah. and we'll get more people to play with them too fantastic well look uh, that's up uh, that's, uh, your Elvis podcast Jim Dusty, Chris Barrows-Brown we'll catch you next time